and cry it out with me, DJ Susie. Are you serious? What's you know up? how to work it? Yeah. Got you, are we on working. right now? Yeah. All right, cool. The start of it, baby. This is the start. This is the beginning. The beginning, the beginning. Yeah, yeah, God damn it. If you don't know now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this right here? The beginning of the end. Virginia Beach, where there's nothing. Ten years of 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 of, of treading water now, right to the bottom. Hi, we're at the Celestial Seasonings Company in Boulder, Colorado, and I have with us Steve Spencer, who is the guest relations manager. And uh, you're going to take us for a tour through the uh, through the factory. Yes, I am. And what kind of things do you think we'll see here? Oh, I think you're going to see uh, how the largest natural foods, uh, especially food company in the country, produces uh, the best tasting teas in the world. Okay, let's go. Yes. I thought July 4th was the fireworks show, but that looks like quite a display for Pete Alonso. And Pete Alonso has joined us here at the desk. Man, you had you had the beat going, you were bouncing, you're feeling it, aren't you? What was that like? Oh yeah. 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 Just living in the moment right now. I just love where you're at right now. Thank you. I do. How did you get to this moment right there? I mean, the state of mind to be able to stay focused and and, and, and rile yourself up. Did you pick the music? I did pick the music. Oh, New York, uh, New York rappers. I got Mob Deep and Nas, so I got to represent New York here in Colorado. Just a trunk for the mind. Take a glimpse into time. New York City, one time. Wherever you're from, wherever you're from, you all get some glory. Ladies and gents. Every savage, 
one shot and I turn trife life to lavish. Political prisoners set free, stress free. No work on lease, purple and threes and jet skis. Feel the wind breeze in West Indies. The Coretta Scott King, mayor of the city. Reverse beans, the willies. In South Albert, every girl out there will go downtown. Open every cell in Attica, send them to Africa. What? Imagine that. Yeah. a short but an exciting uh, trip through the My tea pleasure. factory. We'd like to invite everybody to come and visit us here in Boulder, Colorado. Well, if they come to Boulder from New England, they'll sure to come. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Much. Bye now. Bye now. Your internet radio dial is in the perfect position, and Race to the Bottom is on the air. Time to sit back and enjoy some refreshing Winslow tea. Try it hot, lukewarm, or over ice. Have it with milk and sugar, or a lemon wedge, or oh natural. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Now that's Winslow tea. A New York City tradition since 1872. Ask for it by name at the tea house or your local greengrocer. Because that's how you know it's Winslow.
from the Winslow T Broadcast booth in hot Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm John Reed. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, and this is Race to the Bottom, baby. Yeah. My opening monologue, as always, is sponsored by Winslow Tea, because that's how you know it's Winslow, and I'm drinking it now. Hmm. Hear that? That's my thermos. I'm picking out a thermos for you. What's that from? It's from the jerk, man. It's not a joke. Well, I think it is a joke, actually. The movie's funny. And we're going to have lots of laughs here today, too. We're going to catch up with some friends. We just caught up with a friend. How about that mashup? That was our first... I don't want to say... I want to say first annual. But we could do it more than uh, annually. We could do it biannually. First mashup. First guest mashup. How cool was that? That was from listener Tim... And what'd we hear? We heard uh, Justin Timberlake going to Virginia Beach to record his new uh, record. Because uh, why did Tim... I'm going to have to speak for Tim here. He put that in because Tim and I grew up together in the Norfolk, Virginia Beach area. He should apologize for the way he, he treated Britney in that clip though, right? We got to keep talking about the the uh, free Britney thing. Did you see that guy? Gates. They asked him some tough questions. He changed the subject. Any, anyway, free Britney. He says that might have been from an MTV or VH1 thing. Now, was he going to the hang with the Neptunes or to hang with Timbaland and Magoo? Nobody talks about Magoo anymore. Timberland kind of uh he's like the Garfunkel of of that equation. We heard from Pete Alonzo from the from the home run derby a couple weeks ago. Pete uh the polar bear, the the pride of uh the New York Mets won the the home run derby the second year in a row. And he talked about how he had to he had his headphones on. He had his Beats by Dre on as he was cranking the ball out of the stadium. He said he was listening to uh, to Nas and Mob Deep. He had to represent Queens there in Colorado. And there were a bunch of, of things that, that uh, listener Tim said he's he's got on a bunch of beats he's got on this hard drive you we gotta shazam that thing bunch of beats he doesn't know what they are but he knows at least one of them was grace jones that's cool and there was a skit from the 12 inch single for roller skate jam by de la soul and then and then interspersed throughout the the whole mashup kind of like the uh the through line was a a trip through the Celestial Seasonings factory, which is in Boulder, Colorado, and I've been there. 
and uh, that's that's where uh, from where listener Tim hails these days. Went to the Celestial Seasonings factory, and the they make you wear a mask. This is pre this is pre COVID, guys. They make they put gave you a, a mask to go into the to the mint room where they they dry their mint tea. And I got man, I shouldn't be talking giving celestial seasoning so much so much airtime. Conflict of interest with my uh Winslow go to the Winslow Tea Factory. Where where is that located? I think it's in Gowanus. <laughs> But the the mint is so strong in the in the the mint room that you have to wear a mask. Otherwise, it it burns burns your lungs. That's what I remember most from the Celestial Seasonings Factory. And all I also got a a purple T-shirt with the Sleepy Time Bear on it. And then I I wore that shirt, but I was always uncomfortable in the co- in the color purple that the shirt was I remember that I liked the shirt but the it was too much of like a royal purple for my tastes I like more of a periwinkle if you want to talk about what shade what hue of purple you you prefer you can call uh, the show at 718-673-8201 that's 718-673-8201. And uh, I'm going to need you guys to brace yourself for, for our guest that we get, we're going to have on, on, on the program in a few minutes. And uh, if you really need to brace yourself, how about uh, getting some medical braces? Radio Free Brooklyn is sponsored in part by Flatland Medical Supplies. Offering little or no cost medical braces. For more information, call 844 598 Now that's not the phone number that you call if you want to be part of uh, the, the program today. Don't don't call 844-598-6639 and, and try to talk about your favorite hue of, of purple. Because they'll be like, I can't help you with that. I could maybe get you a, a purple medical brace. In the background, as usual. Hearing from Bremer and McCoy. Never wrote me back. Man, I see they're, they're Swedish. And I see on their Instagram, they're playing like uh, stadiums. Huge stadiums. They're like... Uh, they're like Simon and Garfunkel over there. But uh, they can't seem to uh, respond to my <laughs> direct message on Facebook to come on the show. Check out these flutes.
So yeah, if, if all goes as, as planned, if the, if this Zoom link works, pray to the gods of Zoom that it does. We'll, we'll have Tom Demena on the show today, catching up. We had we've had some great shows recently. Had Doctor Dad and Doctor Lisa last week. Thank you again to both of them. We had Scott Bunn before that. Who have we had? We've had a a, a veritable panoply of guests and uh, it's been great and, and real structured shows but it hasn't given me the the chance to really stretch out and freestyle and I don't mean freestyle like they say some of these things are freestyles like Black Thought or J. Cole freestyling in the in the uh, Hot 97 studio that's not a freestyle guys that's that's uh, reciting a memorized rhyme. Okay. I I like, by the way, as we as we uh, wait for Tom. I like how uh, and I, I don't want to get political here. I mean, critical race theory, right? It's it's in the name. I'm allowed to be critical of it. Because it's just a theory, and it's a racist, right? But we're not going to talk about the war against critical race theory. Theory. We're not going to talk about the war against critical race theory. Theory. I can't say the word. That's why we're not going to talk about it. The uh, Jim Crow 2.0. Give me five. Jesus. Okay, I'll give you five, Tom. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about I just w- think it's pretty rich and this is me going off I think it's pretty rich how people are like uh, if, you've, if you've been vaccinated you got to stop wearing your mask it's the only way we're going to convince these people to get vaxxed up if they see these liberals these vaccinated liberals walking around with masks on. They're going to say, well, I'm not getting vaxxed because these liberals are wearing their masks and they're vaccinated. I'm going to, I'm going to give this Delta variant a shot. See what that does. Right? Yeah. I love how we, we have to act like, uh, everybody's just acting in, Good faith. People don't have their weird agendas. I was thinking, how about this? Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Everybody loves Guy Fieri. America's America's Pied Piper. And the pie is filled with... (laughs) Uh bacon and pork belly but you get you get guy fieri rolling out to to stab the the uh, vaccine hesitant with with Pfizer Moderna and J&J first of all the flavor the flavor of this Pfizer is gangster. 
right? It's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty cool. Not tone deaf at all when he refers to everything as being gangster. But I do, I, I, I kid. I do had a long conversation um, over dinner this this week where my wife and I tried to convince people to give Guy Fieri a second shot of Pfizer. <laughs> Of their of their vaccine, you guys excited for the uh, the new Kanye record? He had his listening party this week. See, this is part of the opening monologue sponsored by Winslow Tea. I gotta get another sip. Kanye had his listening party for his new record, Donda, named after his mother. Who died? Had it in Atlanta. Packed this whole stadium, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and uh, and the album was supposed to come out that night, and it hasn't come out. What a deception! I really hope that uh, Candace Owens and Don Jr. were were able to uh, attend the listening party. Look. I've spent years of my life defending Kanye West. And I know John Scales is listening right now saying he's still he John Jonathan Scales if if you want to call in and defend Mr. West, you can. But look, I'm I'm ready for a redemption arc as well, but Kanye needs to ad- address some things. Make some apologies before we move on, bring him back into the fold. That's what I say. What do you say? 718-673-8201. Yeah. And one other thing that I've been meaning to talk about, I gotta... I think I've, I've talked about this before, but I didn't have a name for it. And I know a lot of our listeners across the country, people in, in uh, Boulder, people in uh, Topeka, Kansas, people in Chicago. Well, maybe Chicago has this problem. But in these more kind of suburban areas where you don't have to walk everywhere, you, you, do, you don't worry about this. But in the time of the pandemic, everybody in New York City got a dog. And we live our lives in this city, this fair city, navigating sidewalks. You gotta, you gotta take. You that's. I don't. I don't own a car. Okay, just to paint a picture. My my car. My cars. I own two cars. They're called my left foot and my right foot. And when you're trying to get around town. And you got these people with their dogs that they love. That's great. I love dogs too. I'm a, a dog lover. I'm a dog advocate. But these people, and, and Tom, who's going to be on the show briefly, Tom, Tom was a dog walker. And I meant to, I, I brought this up. I skirted the issue of, of this with John Field a couple weeks ago. 
these people have these dogs on 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 their on the leash, and you want it, they want to let their dog go of wherever they want, and they're on the one side of the they, they say they're on the right side of the sidewalk, and their dog they let them go onto the whole other left side. It it creates what I've, I'd like to call, and I'm I'm trademarking this today, a dog walk clothesline, because effectively, people, you're taking up the whole damn sidewalk. You got your dog on on the left, you're on the right, but there's a, a third element, and it's called a it's called a leash that's creating a, an effective blockade of the sidewalk. You got to keep your dog close closer. Keep your dog close and your enemies closer. That's what I say. That's what I goddamn say. Sorry for the language. All right. Let's clear the air. That got a little heated. And uh, let's, let's listen to some Lemonheads. Um, this is one of my favorite. I used to love the Lemonheads. I just asked Dr. Dad or listener Tim, how many Lemonheads shows did, we, did I drag you guys to? Here's off, uh, off It's a Shame About Ray. This is... Um, Hannah and Gabby. Got me watching your eyes, watching things go by outside. Out the window of a train. Easy sipping them, just seeing it fly left to right. Pour the milk and I'll say when. I'm out wandering around. Just a little taste. Just a little taste. We, we only have an hour. If I had a two-hour show, I'd play the whole record, guys. But I think, we, I think our guest is here. Uh, Tom, Tom? Yeah, hi. Oh, my goodness. You sound great. Oh, good. Good. I'm so glad. Why, how, why do you sound so good? You've been getting a lot of uh, sleep? No. No, I haven't. <laughs> Um, this, I live for this moment. I live for this moment. I feel most alive right now on the radio. It's like Eminem said, you better lose yourself I, in this moment. You own it. You better never let it go. Adversity, adversity brings out the best in us. I, I guess that's, I, I have no choice but to believe that because I'm not sleeping. No, <laughs> no, no. I haven't slept soundly in years. Wow. I don't know. I don't know if it's just age or you know we're we're taking a break from 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 alcohol uh-huh. and i think that will probably improve things um 
I know it will. I yeah. know it will. So, anyway, how are you? I'm well. You know, that's funny, Tom. Uh, last week, I had a I had a little hiccup where where I I couldn't sleep, um, and uh, I got a little freaked out about it. But I I kind of uh, my wife can't sleep very off very very frequently. Um, but, but she just rolls with it, uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. She, she just, just doesn't leans into it, leans into it. She does, you know, there, there'll be, uh, mornings where I'll say, she'll say, yeah, I didn't really sleep last night. And she's just kind of goes about her day. I, mm-hmm. if, if that were me, I'd be, uh, I, I'd need you to take me to the, to the nearest, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, either bar or therapist. You know, but uh, but she she rolls. So I yeah, I had a couple days where I I couldn't I couldn't sleep. I was too too jacked up when you when I I got into bed and tried to close my eyes, and then the heart starts racing. My mm-hmm. thoughts won't mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, I, I I I do know, and it's it's like it's just resistance to what's happening. You just don't want it to be happening. And it shouldn't be happening, and you deserve to sleep. Yeah. You should be sleeping. What is possessing this body to not shut down? <laughs> it's yeah. awful. Yeah, it's awful. And so, and but you know, but you got to go with it. Yeah, that's what I do, and I'm I'm happier for it. I'm not going to say I'm cured, but as you can see, as you noticed, as you said, oh, boy, you sound good. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just because I'm, yeah. I'm rolling into it, and I feel like it's good pre-parental practice. Yeah, yeah. Because I imagine it's, this is par for the course. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I had a therapist who said sleep will take care of itself. Mm. Um, which is a you know I paid him a lot of money to, for him to say that, but, <laughs> but I, but I think it's true. And if you if you if you go with that uh, if that with that premise. Uh, you know, you know I, I if I may just confess, I, I actually have outstanding debts to therapists. Wow! <laughs> Can I it, hope they're not listening. Yeah. Well, they know um, you have outstanding debts. So even if they were listening, Joe, I, you wouldn't want them to hear you acknowledging the fact that you know that you have outstanding debts. Is it would that be the problem? Yeah. And chuckling at these debts that I have no intention of paying. Yeah. Well, maybe Amen. maybe if you hit the hit the big time, you can you can uh, drop by the, their office. Yeah. And say yeah. I'm going to pay you in full with interest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to write that down. Okay. So, Tom, um, we we have a couple. Uh, I'm going to be like Doctor Dad. Doctor Dad, when you you uh, go visit him in in Virginia Beach. He likes to say, well, we could do a few different things. We could uh, go on a walk. We could play Scrabble. We could. He likes to list the options. Um, so I'm going to take a page out, out of uh, your doctor, my dad's uh, playbook, and I'm going to list our options here. I, I, we did a little pre-show uh, back and forth, and I, I said that I had some. Uh, we do a segment of the show uh, called Recommended. On, on race to the bottom you ever hear that mm-hmm. segment i it's one of my favorite segments and i love i love the theme song every time yeah that's that's a a little clip from a, a band called little dragon uh just to give them a shout out uh 
So I've got a backlog of of uh, recommendations that we could do. Um, I also uh, wanted to ask you, uh, you, we had a little bit of a dialogue about uh, aliens and uh, kind of tangentially related to that, we have had some uh, billionaires in space, which I wanted to kind of maybe riff on that a little bit. And then I had an idea, actually, this came from uh, listener Tim, who did the uh, opening mashup, who was my uh, best buddy growing up. Um, he he was mentioning the uh, this. there's this new John Mayer album, and I thought it could be fun for us uh, kind of stealing. A, Tom Sharpling on the best show used to do this, like unfair record reviews, where I would just like... <laughs> Play, uh, you know, I'm sure you haven't. Have you heard the John Mayer record, this new John Mayer record called Sob Rock? You know, I haven't heard the new John Mayer. No. So I thought we could maybe play like 10 seconds of each song and then just uh, give like a an unfair record review uh, okay. together. Which of those, that sounds good. Which, which of those strike your fancy? We have... Uh, Recommended. I think I'll, the the John John Mayer will just be a little dessert, a little cherry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, um. <laughs> so how about this? I, I just wanted to ask you about. Um, so there's this guy Richard Branson, and then uh, Jeff Jeff Bezos. You like when people call him Jeff Bezos? Jeffy B. Jeffy Bezos. Mm-hmm. They both quote unquote went into space this this right. week. But I have a question for you, Tom. I don't, they didn't, they gave us, I saw a video of them coming back and doing their like post game interviews, right? Mm-hmm. But did you see any uh, footage of them actually uh, in space? No. I didn't either. And here's, here's two questions. I don't think they yeah. were really in space. Oh, oh boy. I'm not really? that. I don't mean I don't mean like conspiracy theory. I just think that they were like really high up in the sky. Oh right, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, that is technically, I think, all they they were. Because, let me ask you this, Tom: Was it dark? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I want to see yeah, some footage of it being dark. Why is it that important for for Jeffy Bezos to be in a in a in a dark space environment for you? Because he can't say he went to space unless I see some. <laughs> I want to see a pitch him in like a pitch black setting, because that's space. The first thing we know about space is it's dark. You want him to feel the fear of the the yeah. aloneness, or just for me to if I'm going to say, oh, a billionaire went to space. I want to see him in the dark, mm-hmm. and I want to see, did he float around? Right, did he float around and have like a little, <laughs> you know, adjuster, you know, spray yeah. allowing him to maneuver around, right, yeah. Is he, is, is this like the, the real future of the uh, juggernaut billionaire? Yeah. Or is this just for show? Exactly. I think he just went really high up into the sky. Yeah. And I don't think anybody's talking about this. <laughs> I think everybody's actually talking about this. Not this. I think, part, not this well, part yes, of it. Right. I'm not your take, of course. So that's what's so refreshing about the show. Yeah, is the take. So unless take away. unless somebody can uh, um, <laughs> can find me some 
some footage of Richard Branson or Jeff Bezos f- floating around in a in a dark, maybe with some stars behind them. Uh, I I I don't accept the premise that they went to space. Yeah. Um. I I uh. I don't want to think about, especially Richard Branson, you know, like drinking his own urine mm-hmm. and, and going through some weird space <laughs> protocols and, and any of it. I, I, I think those guys have no business being up there. This, this whole thing was, I thought it was about, you know, putting up the best scientists so that they mm-hmm. could have some kind of awakening and could further their um, curiosities, not these bozos. Yeah. You know, it's gro- I think it's so gross. Yeah. Did you hear me talking anyway. about uh, do- the dog walk clothesline? No, I was uh, trying to. I, I tried to make a frittata as fast as I humanly <laughs> could for my wife and I. <laughs> uh, how did it, how did it turn out? It turned out great. I've got, I mean, it's so easy. It's the easiest thing in the world. But once you kind of know how to do it, it's 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 easy and it's fun. So you used to be a, a dog walker for a little while, right? <laughs> Why do we have to get into this on the air? I, I don't want people to know that. <laughs> well, it was... I don't want people to know <laughs> that I was a dog walker for a number of years. Yeah. Multiple years. It's a hard yeah. job, John. It's a very, very hard job for the mind and body. <laughs> if... If I say the term dog walk clothesline, which I trademarked today on the show, would you know what I'm I'm referring to? Dog walk clothesline. So they've got like multiple dogs on and, and and they're walking. The dog walker has like a stretched out line. And now you as the as the passerby mm. have to deal with this mm-hmm. clothesline. And limbo it, yeah. Thing. And it doesn't even need to be a bunch of dogs. All these people got dogs during the pandemic. <laughs> And, you know, in, in New York City, you used to live here. You have to walk on the sidewalk to get places, right? I don't oh, have a car. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, these people think their dogs are so precious. They can just yeah. let them walk wherever they want on the sidewalk, give them free reign. But they have a leash on. And and the so it creates, you know, a, a dog walk clothesline. And I can't mm-hmm. get by that. Yeah. So, you know, you can start to be a real New Yorker and you can just yell at them yeah. on site. <laughs> you just start barking. Um, I feel like that's going to happen eventually. That's yeah. what New Yorkers do. You just yeah. sort of start, you set the rules. Yeah. You start, you know, with your, and I feel like you've got that in you. Yeah. <laughs> to set the ground rules. And, you know, dog walkers uh, um, kind of like, uh, just, just be kind to the ones that look like they really are miserable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and have multiple dogs. Well, I think yeah. dog walkers. I think this is more of a, a a single dog owner thing. The dog walk, like usually, because when the dog walker has like five dogs on a leash, they're usually all tangled up and pretty tight knit. It's yeah. it's when somebody has this uh, like a, a sh- shibu emu, uh, and it's like it's on the, you know. Root. Or no leash. Yeah. I, I can't get over the no leash folks yeah. in the city. I, yeah. I just can't believe it. Really makes me angry. Especially because I had a dog that, you know, as you remember. Yes. 
that was not that friendly with smaller dogs. No. And so now, now I've got to worry about my dog like suddenly leaping into traffic to chase after your dog that's unleashed. Why would you now? I now you're putting my dog's life in danger. Yeah. Son of a bitch. It's sick. It's sick, Tom. You know what's not sick? Do you know what's not sick? I don't. I don't. Okay. Uh, it's it's the next segment of the show called Recommended. <laughs> it's a recommendation. 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 So, Tom, you said you didn't really have anything to recommend, um, but I have I have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six things to recommend. But I'm going to try to do this relatively quickly so we can uh, at least do a super rapid, unfair review of, of Sob Rock. And I have one. I have one okay. thing. Okay. A new, new item. All right. So I'll do mine real quickly. Um, I've been talking ab- about it on, on, on Twitter to my uh, 50 followers. Uh, I used to have a, a big Twitter <laughs> presence, Tom, and then I, I thought that I was really getting uh, uh, omelet bar, Donald Trump, uh, by quitting Twitter. And right, uh, right. <laughs> now I look like some psycho with 50 followers, and it's this account that I've had since 2008. Um, but I'm talking about, keep talking up uh, the show, The White Lotus. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So good. It's so, so good. good, right? Best thing best thing on television yeah. by far. Mike White is a genius. So yes. A genius. So good. Um, uh, and this- my favorite actor by far is that is that host. Absolutely yes. my favorite the, actor. He's like, uh, he's like from New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see what happens. This is, you know what they call this, Tom, appointment viewing, right? Yeah. Because this is, it's coming, you know, it's Sundays at 9 o'clock p.m. on HBO. And, uh, you know, it's two episodes in and I'm just waiting for for Sunday. I can't wait for this thing. I know. I can't wait either. I've been thinking about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. his character specifically, his plight, that yes. host's plight. Yes. Oh, my God. You know, especially somebody in service industry, it's just constantly yeah. negotiating your rage with what the moment requires. And, um, and, and, I'll and say, your own issues feeding mm-hmm. into the situation that may not, maybe, maybe you're acting irrationally hostile. It's, it's so, it's wonderful. And I'll say this because I was t- telling my mom about this and she said, oh, is that just about a bunch of rich people? I don't know if I'd like that, but it's not. It's not right because you have the people, the the people who are working in the service, and p- the people who are having to cater to these rich people, and that's it's yep. the upstairs, downstairs. It's like downtown alley. Yeah, yep. Um, this way up. It's on Hulu. It's with Sharon Horgan from uh, Catastrophe, and this, uh, and it's written by Eichling B or so her name. This Irish. Uh, woman, it is great. It's on season two. Um, it's 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 brilliant, Tom. You should watch it. What's it called again? This way up. You you watch catastrophe, right? No. Oh my I don't god. Think, maybe with maybe. Uh, I, I Rob Delaney, and uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, that's a that's an old recommended. Okay. Um, let's see. Speaking of, we're going to do this unfair book review. Uh, you know, my my uh, radio hero Tom Sharpling just put out a book. Did you know that, Tom? 
No. It's called It Never Ends, and it's uh, surprisingly candid and a bunch of stuff about his life that I, I had no idea. Um, wow. A bunch of mental health stuff that, that he... Oh, boy. Yeah. Interesting. And Interesting. It's, it's great. Um, Summer of Soul, the Quest Love documentary. Um, I have uh-huh. mixed feelings about Quest Love, especially since yeah. he signed on with uh, my buddy Jimmy Fallon. Uh, but mm. but uh, this Summer of Soul thing, you, you know about it? Tom, I've heard I've heard of it. Yes, I, yeah. I'm, I'm the same way with with him. Quest yeah, Love. but this this was about this. It, it's like the Harlem Woodstock. It actually took place before Woodstock, and it's just all these soul acts in 1969. Um, and they had this footage, this beautiful like Technicolor footage um, of all these uh, great performances in this Ooh. park in Harlem. Um, and it was just sitting in a vault uh, somewhere, wow. and then uh, wow. kind of put together. But it's just, it's it's breathtaking. Uh, oh, awesome! I can't wait. It's really good. Um, and uh, the Naomi Osaka documentary on on Netflix is really good. Um, she she lit the torch yesterday at the Olympics. I'm a I'm a fan. And then uh, I'm reading this book called Pictures at a Revolution, Tom. And it's uh-huh. uh, it's by this author Mark Harris, and it's about the the five movies that were nominated for Best Picture in 1967, um, and the whole history of of how they came to be, and how they were made, and the actors, and the behind the scenes, and then also just how about Hollywood uh, was uh, changing at that time, moving from a big studio thing to more of an auteur kind of uh, indie style thing and it's just it's a delight pictures at a revolution i i highly Mm. recommend it Mm. what what was what was yours well the one i just saw was uh staircase the staircase on netflix which just came out have you heard about that no it's one of those you know riveting thriller docuseries court dramas which are you know kind of gross but 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 this one i'm not i i couldn't Usually, I just sort of super digest them if if I'm interested. But this one is so dense and so packed, I couldn't. Um, but I was nonetheless riveted by this, this author, novelist, Michael Peterson's murder charge. Okay. And um, he is a, uh, a bisexual married man whose wife fell down the stairs and um, mm. he was a, a vocal critic of the Durham, North Carolina community that he lived in in the paper. And he was a columnist. And he would just kind of what seems to be a, appropriate. He would appropriately criticize the community's shortcomings mm-hmm. from like a, your kind of garden variety liberal perspective in yeah. rural North Carolina. And uh, <laughs> um, with the best intentions, but nonetheless, he was very specific in his you know antagonism uh, with the community and um he was he's convinced and and so far in the documentary i'm led to believe that the police just had it out for him once they came to the scene of his wife's death at the bottom of the staircase and uh, the injuries were definitely oddly um reminiscent of a murder yeah but um in any event, I don't want to give too much away. There's a mystery as to what actually happened and, um, and, and 
and uh, the the lawyer, his defense attorney. I just, I just am absolutely fascinated by this guy. I, I, it's such a blow by blow what goes into um, a lawyer's job of, of that stature. Yeah, and all the frustrations, like him trying to make sure that the slideshow goes right the night before with the local, you know, Chapel Hill, North Carolina you know, slideshow operator. Um, <laughs> it's just like, it's just so real. You just, you, you crave those moments, you know, that you captured on film and you're, and you're watching it slowly build. You're watching like a few small hiccups, someone's phone kind of go off. Some, you know, bailiff walks in, he keeps getting interrupted until he finally just blows stop when like, you know, the slide doesn't come on cue. <laughs> and, uh, and you're totally with him. You just, I, I, I just think he's, he's just the best kind of attorney. And it's nice to see that too, just to see somebody who you feel like is in it for all the right reasons and is working so hard and um, has like a very difficult challenge ahead of him with where, you know, the DA has got a great case and, you know, the community behind it, and yada, yada, yada. Um, highly, highly recommend. And uh, the other one was that HBO comedy. Feel good. Have you seen that? No, you haven't seen that. No, Oh my God. Uh, well, it's, it's you got to see it. It's about this comedian, female comedian and living in London. And um, she's in, in and out of rehab. And she's just living the kind of life like you'd, ever, you'd probably imagine yourself living if you were in London trying to make it in comedy. And um, she's dating this girl who's um, a teacher kind of like in the same deal that you are. Yeah. Same age group who was, you know, dating guys all her life, but is now dating a woman and they have this relationship and, um, the comedian is grappling with PTSD, um, throughout the series. Um, but she's so funny that you're just, it's, it, there's like a, some heavy material at the core of it, but it, she's, you're just totally with her. And, and I just love that you're, identifying with her as the lead character first of all she's so funny and um her experiences struggling in, in comedy just are, are, are so relatable but it's all through that again when like whenever you have something that's that like you like on its face and then it's taking place in england yeah. i'm like such a i'm, oh, I'm yeah. such a sucker for Me it too. you know they just like shift it yeah. um so yeah you gotta you got you gotta see that one it's it's really good and it's got it's just a great they just did a great job with all the the, the side characters and the storyline. And, and nice, I'm culmin- excited. Culminates nicely. Yeah. All right, so we got. We're not going to get to to John Mayer. Sorry, Mr. Mayer. Uh, uh, um. My, well, the yeah. only mayor I recognize is the mayor of Flavortown, <laughs> uh, uh, Guy Fieri. But anyway, so the <laughs> feel good, feel good. Uh, the staircase. Um. The Naomi Osaka thing, Pictures Out of Revolutions, the book, Summer of Soul, It Never Ends, Tom Sharpling's book, This Way Up, which is on Hulu, uh, uh, starring Eichling B, I think is how you say her name, and uh, The White Lotus. Oh, it's tomorrow at nine. Uh, all right. Yeah. Wait. Um, well, Tom, this, is, this has been a goddamn pleasure. As always. Yeah. How you feel fulfilled? I do. I really do, you know. I, this, is such a, this is such a fun thing to do, so thank you for having me, John. Uh, yeah, I always love it, and um, let's, let's do this again soon. All right, man. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
Nice. If you're listening to this on your computer, you can download the app, which works great on your iPhone or your Android. Uh, we uh, Radio Free Brooklyn uh, has gone through it just like we all have, uh, and we need uh, we need help, uh, financial help. That that's how we we survive. You can uh, text on your phone RFB one two three. How simple is that? RFB one two three, and you text it to four four three two one. Four four three two one, and then that that does a that's an automatic donation. Um, we still do the Amazon.com uh, slash smile thing. Uh, if if you're um, you know uh, helping Jeff Bezos to go into uh, back into space so he can float and it's dark behind him, um, you can do that at Amazon.com smile and uh, slash smile, and we get a uh, a little off the top. Um, like, like he he puts he we get a little off the top, and he puts that cowboy hat on top of his head. That's how it uh, works. Uh, go to radiofreebrooklyn.org/newsletter if you want to hear about what's going on in the station. You've been listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm John Reed, and this is Race to the Bottom. How's that? How's that for uh, for a little outro? Um, speaking of outros, uh, Gwyneth outro. No, um, it's listening to uh, some more Jungle Brothers, and uh, this song "Straight Out of the Jungle" is a is a is a jam. Uh, so we'll finish with that. Uh, Crime Talk BK is next, and we've got Mike Vago on the show next week uh, from "Why Is This Not a Movie," uh, and it's going to be a good one. So tune in for that, and I'll talk to you then. I'm going to go to the beach. Say what? Say what? Say what? Come on, Sam. Come on, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Educated man from the motherland. You see, they call me a star, but that's not what I am. I'm a jungle brother, a true blue brother, and I've been to many places you'll never discover. Step to my side, suckers running hot. Africa's in the house, they get petrified. You wanna know why? I'll tell you why. Because they can't stand the sight of the jungle. Ah, they never fight a fuss, they never curse a cuss, they just stand on the side and stare at us. They get out of line, I put them on a vine, and give them one big push for all mankind. There ain't nothing to it, I just go ahead and do it. I lay down the jungle sound and run right through it. And when I'm on the mic, I never stutter or stumble because I'm a jungle brother. Straight, Straight out the out jungle. The jungle. But quick to start up a riot, I write the rhyme. Bums and sisters to bite it. I wear no gold around my neck, just black medallions. I show the homes of three black stallions. I don't care for fear, cause fear fears me. Out of ten ways of dying, the first my G. I'm harder than the hardest, hardest hard can get. Africa and I was Sammy B's on the set. I kicked the rhyme to the girl and she became my pet. I lent the sucker some juice and now he's still in debt. The sucker said he wasn't scared but still in all he sweat. A poor man became rich because of me he bet. My brother's searching high and low, they're looking for me. Where will they find In me? the J-U-N-G-L-E. It's like a jungle sometimes, it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes, it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. 
the jungle either you do or you die you got to be aware you got to have the jungle life take it from a brother who knows my friend the animals and cannibals will do you in cut your throat cut your throat, throat. stab you in the back back, 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 back animals just don't know how to act it's unbelievable unbelievable uncivilized, uncivilized. uncivilized. and now i'm starting to realize the danger in the jungle, jungle. the jungle means danger, danger. tension intense Hearts filled with anger. anger Men killing men just because of one's color In this lifetime I see nothing dumber So I think Before I make a move Make sure my rhyme goes along with the groove Never acting on a brother when it's time to rumble My name's Mike G, Mike G. And I'm straight out, straight out, 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 out. out. 